Jupiter Recordings. We are alive on the Living in Portland podcast. What up, Portland? Good morning. You have got me, Heather Listy, your local Portland Southwest Washington realtor with my bestie, Addie Nett. What's up, everybody? Yeah, we're kicking it today. We're doing a, a remote podcast, so if you are noticing a little difference in the audio quality, you're going to have to bear with us, but there's action-packed info and nuggets today, right, Listy? Action-packed, because why? We keep it real, we keep it raw, the good, the bad, the ugly, everything you want to know about living, eating, sleeping, playing, working, everything in Portland, right? This is big. I mean, a lot of people have been asking us to do a podcast together. You know, we do all the YouTube videos and whatnot. So now we're just creating another avenue for you to digest nuggets. I like it. I think most people are reaching out because now they're like, oh, it was perfect because, you know, we do anywhere from like 10 to 15 minutes, little nuggets, you know, give some good information. So people are, you know, listening to us on the way to work or, you know, to the grocery store or, you know, put those like AirPods fun- on to us and listen to us while you grocery shop. How about that? Yeah, it's like fun size candy bars. Fun size. There's nothing fun about a fun size candy bar. Like it's gone in like <laughs> one bite. Yeah, you just have like eight of them. I know. Yeah, I'm like super sad, like a little Snickers. Like I just put that whole thing in my mouth and it's like gone. I'm like, mm, I need a couple more of those. There's nothing fun about those. Yeah. Anyway. All right. Today we're talking about schools. This is probably the number one question we get asked from our buyers reaching out is, you know, top school districts, like what schools, the goods, the bad, all that. I want to talk about niche.com's top 10 schools in the Portland metropolitan area. And I was really surprised by a couple of them for 2022. Well, first of all, explain what niche.com is. Cause I don't know if that's what people are typically using to research. Right. I know. Niche.com gives you information like around the U S regarding neighborhoods, areas, school districts, you get reviews, they do grading. So if you're checking out an area, it's a great resource to log on. Um, I always have to quote where I got my resources because that way I'm not driving you there. Like it's an official site. So that way I stay within compliance. Smart. I know, right? Gotta keep it compliant. here, you guys. C-Y-A. So in this discussion, we're going to roll through the top 10, top 10 school districts. And th- this is important, everyone. I mean, The mortgage guy in me always coaches two things with real estate and our markets and a lot of them nationally are all driven by schools and location. So you'll see a lot of discrepancies of different sales prices throughout the Portland metro area in Southwest Washington. And they're primarily driven by schools first, right, Heather? Yeah, absolutely. They're they're driven by schools. But I think something that we're going to end up talking about this is Let's also talk about how sometimes your taxes are affected in this area because of school bonds that are, you know, passed and become a part of those property taxes because our number one school, well, honestly, our top three school districts are heavily influenced by the taxes. Yeah. And that impacts your monthly payment, which could impact your pre-approval or your financial comfort level. But um, let's go. We wanted to start with 10 and work our way down to one. Absolutely. Let's talk a number 10 North Clackamas Happy Valley uh, made the list this year. So this is on the east side of Portland. I was really, really excited to see this because it hasn't been in the top 10 uh, for the Portland metropolitan area. So that was kind of exciting for me to see. It's really up and coming. It's growing. They just built a new high school. They're killing it out there. Yeah. You know, North Clackamas or 
Clackamas High School. It's a great alternative. I mean, from the real estate standpoint, we see a lot of people who might have started looking at Lake Oswego Westland, right? And they're noticing, oh my gosh, the house I want is well over a million dollars. And then Happy Valley serves a great medium for that 675 upward to 1.1 million. So you're getting from my personal assessment anywhere between 15 to 30% more house at 15 to 30% less of the price. And the schools have definitely upticked over the last 20 years. Um, It's considered a well-respected high school um, just mainly more and more and more higher income earning families are relocating there just based on what they can get for the home. Right, Heather? Yes. And it's absolutely gorgeous out there too. I mean, let's talk about the, like the hills and the views and scenery and you get more for your money, but you've got some actual property there. But I do have to point out, you have seen a huge uptick in new construction in the last 10 years in this area. They've got a new development called Scouters Mountain. That's amazing with great nature parks and there's trail systems throughout the community. And I think that that's driven a lot of money into the schools with this new construction and people you know it's pretty known that with new construction comes new families people tend to go that way lean that way and then the money goes there and then it goes into the schools yeah and that whole area backing up so i grew up in westland and would venture over to clackamas happy valley quite often that's where the clackamas mall is so that area has got the mall your home depot lowe's costco it's got everything you could imagine when it comes to the box stores and what you need to get through the week to week is with a family, right? So that entire area, Happy Valley is actually one massive rolling hill. If you can imagine this, like, you know, big hill that had nothing on it. There used to be like a little 18 hole golf course called Topo Scott. They took it all out. They developed it. So you get massive new construction that as far as the eye can see, and there are pros and cons to that, Heather. We talk about it all the time because one thing that families have as a non-negotiable might be yard or lot size. Mm -hmm. And you're just not finding them with new construction because the builders can make more money by building more homes, which how it impacts the homeowner is the lots get smaller. Now we do get a fair amount of people, Heather, that be like, I don't want a yard. I don't even want grass. I don't want to cut it anymore. So that might be a perfect situation to where you want to, you want a newer home, newer construction. You don't want to deal with something that might've been built 30, 40, 50 years ago. There's a lot of new homes out there. Also, geographically speaking, being on that East side is ideal for people that are heading out to Mount hood, heading out to bend on the weekends you're a camper, you're a hiker, ski, snowboard, you're halfway there and not dealing with the congestion of the inner city or the cross commute from the west side, like your Beaverton, your Hillsboro. Um, so you're shaving off anywhere from 40 to 70 minutes trying to get out to your weekend activity or getting on the road. So that might be something to consider whether you have kids or not. If you're heading out to the mountain or central Oregon for all your hobbies, it does add up over a year of how much time you're spending in traffic. If you're trying to do that from Hillsborough or Beaverton. I like that point. I wasn't expecting you to pull that one out. I like it. But also you're like 15 minutes from the Portland airport. Super. And we're oh, also no. converting the school's podcast into like something different. So maybe we, yeah. maybe we need to do a whole, we need to go out to happy Valley and do a new video just on happy Valley. Cause it's awesome. Not, well, North Clackamas school district. Cause that's what we're talking about is school. Yeah. District. 
but it's Very a good one. I'm excited that it made the top 10 list for the Portland Metro as it should have. It's, it's been, you know, up and coming for a long time. So I was, I was pumped to see that, um, happen. You did bring up the point about new construction and just really fast. I want to point out in case our listeners don't realize it, but the Oregon, uh, Portland metropolitan area did eliminate single family zoning. So basically these builders can put, you know, single family homes on smaller lots and they are doing that to squeeze in as many as they can. All right. Let's go to nine. Number nine. This is really exciting because this is the first time we have seen, because, you know, Vancouver, Washington is just across the bridge. It is considered a suburb of Portland. And this year we have two uh, school districts on the other side of the bridge that made the Portland metropolitan area with Ridgefield being number nine. You and I love Ridgefield. We sell a lot of homes there. Um, It is awesome. So this is really cute. You probably don't realize this, um, but do you know what the, do not look at the notes. Cause I like to make notes. You guys. I just looked at them. You did. This is so funny. So they're elementary. Okay. This is like farmland. You guys, it's a little bit more rural. Love it up and coming again, tons of new construction. So it doesn't surprise me that it made the list. Cause again, new construction families, it brings and you know, but their mascot for the elementary school is the tater tots. How That's cute hard. Is that? It is. But why it's because the high school mascot is the sputters. That's you know, so hilarious. That's, those are some of the best mascots I've ever heard of. I love tater tots, especially yeah. if they're seasoned. Um, if we just give a little perspective though on Ridgefield. So Ridgefield's going to be about 25 to 35 minutes north of Portland on the Washington side. Um, Ridgefield is really a development of an overdeveloped campus. So if you're looking at the two top school district options on the Washington, Washington side, Ridgefield's the second best option. And we've seen a massive uptick in Ridgefield in the last 10, 15 years. I mean, it wasn't even heard of 20 years ago at all. Didn't even know. And the reason for that, you've got, Alene Casino and Event Center. Um, don't think negatively when you hear casino. It's super schwank. Um, it's won a lot of awards for its design. But most importantly, the tax dollars on the gambling is funneling in so much support and development to the county and the schools. And we're seeing that in real estate. Just backing up 15 years ago, I mean, even eight years ago, a lot of homes were well under 350 there. And now you're seeing a widespread uh, starting at 599, maybe on the minimum and going as high as you want it to go. Most people for a conservative home are spending in the 600s there um, right now and maybe even mid 700s. But Ridgefield is fantastic. Um, Peace Health is becoming a huge employer there. They've opened up a sub headquarters. So you've got Casino tax dollars and healthcare as the foundation of that community. And as a mortgage advisor, I love that as an investment opportunity. There's no way in any sort of economy, regardless of inflation, that gambling and healthcare are not going to be thriving. Like, thriving. Um, can I tell you a fun fact also about mm-hmm. Richfield? Do you know that's where U-Haul trucks were founded in uh, Richfield? No. Yeah, it was. There's a big sign when you enter. Isn't that kind of fun? I had no idea. And there's this big loop, like a you know, street, like you're going down, and there's this big loop, and there's this big sign. 
like home of U-Haul. I was like, what, did I read that right? The first time I went, you know, up to Ridgefield several years ago and I was like, is that right? It was, I should take a picture. Next time I'll take a picture for you. I love that. Anyways, Ridgefield's great. Number eight, another one that's the first time that it made the top 10. And I'm super excited about this one as well is the Tiger Tualatin um, School District. It's amazing. Um, That is where my son is uh, currently going to school. I actually had a district transfer for my son into the Tiger Tualatin School District. And I actually transferred from a school district that is further up on the top, you know, 10 list. Yeah. Um, but it's great. I've always been really surprised that it hasn't made the top 10 list, but I mean, you have a ton of schools to go after. But yeah, great district, tons of community involvement. Obviously, you know, I'm very involved in this school district. I'm on the PSO. I run a ton of school auctions. I sit on the foundation. Don't laugh, but you know, I help raise money. And how do you raise money with parents? Give them drinks, right? So I have uh-huh. a beer festival. We do a beer festival every year, which is called the Taste. Um, so it's it's fun. It's a really great group of you know students, teachers, families. Everybody's really involved. Tiger Tualatin sits right on the border. Uh, well, it sits between Beaverton and Sherwood. So mm-hmm. I think that's important too. You kind of, and when I, I live in Beaverton, but I'm in Tiger, Tualatin and Sherwood daily, like for, you know, whether it's school, whether it's sports events, whether it's my kid's orthodontist appointment, you're just always, you know, traveling through those cities. That's how close they are to each other. Well, and I think a lot of people don't really take a deeper dive into Tiger and Tualatin as much as they should, because it's kind of in the shadow of Lake Oswego and Southwest Portland. It is. Um, but really you're super close. For example, like I five splits to Wallaton and the very East side of Lake Oswego and you're a stone's throw away from Tualatin and Tigard. And you're seeing, once again, it's kind of the comparison we made with happy Valley where you can get a lot more house and, uh, a lot cheaper sales price, but you still have very well-respected schools like Twalton's always competitive, always scores super well. Same with Tigard. Um, and there's a lot of diversity in the construction too. You've got new builds, you've got existing homes, you've got um, a lot of seventies and eighties builds, which some people agree with me that homes were built better in the eighties than they were now. So uh, I like the character and charm. I live in a 1978 home. I love it. Yeah. I personality. Personality and um, things were built really strong there in that decade, but yeah, 12 and tiger, great spot. Once again, you've got all your accessibility to the box store shopping, all that stuff's not a problem. Easily access to I five. If you need to go North or South for work, you're on the West side of I five. So if you're like a wine taster, a beach runner, it actually gives you a quicker jump out to those areas on a Thursday, Friday, trying to take an extended weekend great, great spot. I would say the only kind of downside, just to keep it real, is like the traffic situation in Tualatin and getting onto I-5 is def- it's yeah. definitely bottlenecked. It was all designed back in the 90s, early 2000s, and the population has definitely gotten bigger. Um, but it's all about perspective, right? Let's say like people that come from California just think we're a bunch of complainers when it comes to traffic because it's nothing compared to San Francisco or LA. It's over 25 minutes. It's like road rage. It's like, this is terrible. What? Oh my gosh, this is ridiculous. It took me 32 minutes to get here and people are freaking out. It's it's so funny. Um, fun fact about the Tiger 
Church Walton area. Walton has a neighborhood called Victoria Woods. It's the number one trick-or-treating neighborhood. That's where everybody from around the Portland metropolitan area comes and drops off their kids. You might not even be in the school district and you go trick-or-treating there. They, they pass out the big size candy bars and everybody. It's the best street Halloween party there. Just had to share that. All right. Cool. Number seven. All right. Nobody's ever heard of this spot. I was actually shocked to see this on the top 10 St. Paul, right? So St. Paul, I know Addie's like, what, what is St. Paul? So it is really, really small country, very rural, uh, sits in Marion County between the Portland and Salem, you know, corridor. Um, it sits off to the West. There's only, there's under 300 students that attend, um, the St. Paul school district, but they're number seven. Obviously they have a huge FFA that's future farmers of America, um, you know, curriculum, it's huge in that community, but I will tell you, St. Paul does have the best 4th of July uh, rodeo. That's where everybody goes. Um, and I was like, what? There's school district in St. Paul? <laughs> I just figured they had to like, you know, bus into like Salem, but no, it's small. Yeah. And it made number seven on the list. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it, it's fun to bring up, but. At the same time, I mean, I'm born and raised here. So are you. I've never met anybody who went to St. Paul. The only the only time I'd ever heard of St. Paul was the St. Paul Rodeo. Um, so, yeah, a little bit of an asterisk. But maybe there's somebody out there that's looking for the future farmers of America. And that, right. you know, my wife and I have a saying, it's somebody's dream. So <laughs> maybe that's somebody's dream. Uh, good to know, but I don't think we need to like overly dive into number seven here. Nope. Like, I don't think so either. But if you are looking for a little country living, let's talk St. Paul. Um, number six on the list is Beaverton School District. It is going to be the largest school district on this top 10 list. It actually is the third largest school district in the state of Oregon. It's got over 55 schools and it serves over 41,000 kids. Um, so I live Massive. in the school district. It's a great, great district. Um, they have some really cool charter schools, uh, within the district, um, ACMA is one of them, which specializes in arts and communication. They have a base uh, charter school, which is a science and technology, um, you know, curriculum based. And then they also have like health careers focusing on kids that are interested in, you know, going into like health um, professions. And they also have like construction at a community school, like more um, like, you know, positions like trade school type positions that they focus on construction for like journeymen linemen you know things like that which i think is kind of cool aspect to that school district they're doing something a little different yeah yeah i mean <laughs> what well what i'm thinking with beaverton is like man i forgot how much it's evolved with intel and nike yeah. and all that's the silicon forest what you like to call it mm -hmm. it it's approaching dividing into subdivisions in that group, like Beaverton North and South. There's just so many schools now. Well, um, and Beaverton sits on the border of the urban growth boundary. So basically the urban growth boundary is a boundary that protects like, you know, 20 years worth of land where it's, you know, like looked at every six years and they keep, you know, um, 
reserved land to protect the farmers. So that way you don't have like little communities popping up all over in the farmland. They build it out slowly together over a 20 year span. And like there's parts of Beaverton, like literally one side of the road is developed and the other land is still farmland because it's not been released to be able to be developed yet. Yeah. And this is a bit, it's just so big. I mean, if you're going to Nike or Intel, which is a massive amount of people that are relocating here, your kid's going to be in the school district. And I think too, like some, uh, it might even be better ranked um, if it were broken into smaller divisions. It's just so big. I really feel like it doesn't get as much uh, credit as it should. It doesn't. It doesn't. And we actually, when we do have our calls with our buyers and we are diving into schools, I could spend an two hours just talking about Beaverton with all of the neighborhood pockets and the different schools. Obviously there are going to be more desired schools than others. Um, and that's a conversation to be had in what's important, you know, in schooling for your kids to have for sure. I'm usually pretty candid with my buyers, um, keeping it real. So that's important, but yeah, there's a lot of different neighborhoods, different pockets, different vibes. So that's, that in itself is a whole, just another conversation. Absolutely. Okay. It's a big one. And you, you're, you're really good at helping people when you reach out to us and you got to do this because we're talking to dozens of people every week that are planning to relocate to the Pacific Northwest. And we heavily depend on Heather as a mother to give us that insight about Beaverton, Tiger, Twalton, all the school districts, but specifically one that your son Ryder has been through. And um, you got to reach out and set up that zoom call with us. We want to know there's, it's not too early, but we want to meet you and be a part of that development story and the strategy to get here. I do. And I love being involved in the schools. And I, even though my son is in one school district, I network and collaborate with the other districts, helping one another out. So I really kind of have my hands on a lot of these different districts, um, to be able to help out. It's not just, I don't have knowledge just on one, like inside knowledge. So, um, I've actually loved being able to help some of our buyers that are teachers relocating and, you know, connecting them with like different, you know, people within our communities and our schools to help get jobs too. So that's been kind of fun. All right. Number five, huge Sherwood. Everybody loves Sherwood sits right on the edge of wine country. It's gorgeous. Um, it's up and coming. It's huge. It's one of the number one suburbs people are trying to relocate to. It does have recently built the largest high school in the state of Oregon. It sits on 83 acres. It's ginormous. It looks like a university and eventually it will hold up to 2,400 students in just that one high school. Um, but it's good. I mean, it's still a pretty small school district, but with the way it's growing again, it's on the urban growth boundary too. And you just have tons of development going out that way and lots of people going but i love that you're so close to wine country and you're that much closer to the beach as well yeah sherwood is definitely another boil over community and it's boiled over from beaverton to walton tigard uh sits between those three cities and newburgh uh backing up to just 10 15 years ago it was nothing it was rolling hills it was a back road to avoid <laughs> taking the main i5 and 99 um but once again it's just completely upticked with this brand new school and we're saying it once again 
Intel, all the tech companies, Nike, if they're not finding what they want in Beaverton, they're looking in Sherwood because of that school district and the new construction. So it's beautiful. Um, to your point, yeah, you're closer to wine country, newer builds. Uh, it's awesome. It's highly sought after and the prices are starting to reflect that. But once again, great investment. I don't think Sherwood's going anywhere but bigger and more expensive, in my opinion. I agree, but I also want to point out, because you did bring up like I-5 and Highway 99. So Sherwood kind of sits off of a highway. There is not a major freeway that it makes it easily accessible to. So it does take a lot. You take back roads to get there. Um, if you're taking, you know, the highway, um, Highway 99, you've got streetlight after streetlight, you know, so it takes a long know. time to get there unless you're taking those back farm roads. So it'll be interesting to see how it develops over the year because they're going to have to come up with kind of a better, you know, freeway, highway right. infrastructure to support. Some people them. like that. They're like, well, if I'm going to be stuck in traffic, I'd rather have a great view and keep moving than yeah. be bumper to bumper on a freeway. Yep. But yeah, that's a that's a really good point, man. Sherwood is just just highly sought after if schools are number one you wanting to be on the west side it's always in the top in the list of conversations yeah for sure all right moving to number four we're going back over the bridge to camas camas back to washington back to washington everybody loves camas number one schools they have an incredible STEM program. Um, Addie, if you're not sure what the STEM program is, it's science, technology, engineering, and a math, um, you know, program. That's like their huge focus um, within their schools. Um, and they're really, really good at it. And their teachers are amazing. Um, they also have a really cool magnet school. It's a, it's a project-based school that allows for 120 students to enter into a lottery program to get accepted into that. You have to be within district but it's a school for hands-on learning. I mean, kids all learn differently. So the fact that they have a school that's based for kids that do better hands-on is pretty incredible. Yeah, Camus, I mean, it's kind of the Lake Oswego, the Washington side when it comes to schools. It's the top, it's the best. Um, the prices reflect that. You can get some deals on like maybe 10 to 20-year-old homes up there that might not be as heavily priced as the newer newer ones um but camas is beautiful huge it's all built on a hill there's typically views of columbia uh the columbia river a lot of people end up looking at washugal which is the most eastern adjacent city um that school district doesn't hit the top 10 However, there are some tiny pockets of which do bleed into the Camas school district, but everybody knows where they are. So those are going for aggressively more. Um, but Washugo is is beautiful area as well, but the Camas school district runs that. And if Camas just isn't your lick when it comes to, you know, budget, I would say you're starting at 750 and you need a leash up to one, two easy easy and we're talking just the starting point Ridgefield might be the conversation for you if you can't make that happen financially um but yeah camas great schools and um that's no surprise it's it's no surprise it's there 
Um, let's move on to number three, which is Riverdale, which is actually kind of a private uh, school district within its own neighborhood. Dunthorpe is the neighborhood. It just sits right outside of the Lake Oswego, Southwest Portland area. It's beautiful. Um, it's a very small district um, serving only 700 um, students. There's only two schools. Um, you've got the elementary and then you've got like the, you know, you've got basically K through six and then you've got, you know, your seventh through high school. So you've got the two different schools, or I'm sorry, K through eight, and then you've got the, the high school. Um, but your ratios are about 15 kids per one teacher. So you've got great, you know, um, teacher ratios there. They have a pretty rigorous like college prep coursework that exceeds like the, you know, Oregon baseline diploma guidelines um, within that school district, very sought after, but it's a, it's a very fluent area. Yeah, and I mean, Riverdale, definitely, I think this gets an asterisk on it. Um, yeah. I mean, the Riverdale School is within Dunthorpe, which sits just between the very south point of Portland and the north point of Lake Oswego. It's right in this tiny little pocket. I'd be surprised. Yeah, I'd be surprised if there was more than 100, 150 homes that even fit into this zone, to be honest with you. Like, let's be honest, do we ever even see homes go up for sale? No, people live there, they live forever. And then when they don't live forever, then their family takes over. Them. Yeah, and I mean, ser- serving 100, 700 students, come on, my graduating class had 650 just in the, the graduating class. So, right. It's tough to get in there. I would say um, to just note that Dunthorpe area, we use the word affluent. It's old money. It's pretty yuppie. Um, I even, I mean, I'd love to live there, but I've had, I had a former boss of mine that bought in Dunthorpe and put their kids to the Riverdale school district and actually moved them after two years because they weren't liking the the affluent community and lifestyle and what that was bringing down to their kids. Uh, just very country club. If you want to put it that Keeping way. Keeping up with the Joneses. If and that, that might be your cup of tea. You know, there's you nothing know, wrong maybe. with that, but Somebody we keep likes it. That. Yeah. We keep it real. Um, it's not just for everybody. That. Not everybody can afford to keep up with the Joneses, but yeah. if it is cup of tea let's talk but it is hard to find a home for sale in that neighborhood because it is so small yeah and it's you know usually two million plus um we've seen some seven oh we saw like a 950k that needed total work and it was on yeah. like the worst location right next to the highway on a hill and and it smelled like wet dog inside. I'm not going to lie. It smelled like wet dog. I mean, <laughs> those are fixable things. But to give you a range, you know, you're really, you're really planning on the $2 million budget to even really start that conversation. But it's cool to, it's cool to drive through beautiful, beautiful area. Very close to Lewis and Clark College, which is a private college. Yes. Um, cool area, but. Let's go to number two, because it's my favorite. It's your favorite. All right. We got the West Lynn Wilsonville School District. I'm letting Addie take off with this one because this is his high school. Yeah. So I went to West Lynn High School. Good lines. Um, here's 
And to put Wilsonville in it is a little bit annoying and eye rolling to me because those are two separate school districts, but we'll bleed them together. Um, they really are. They are. Wilsonville so only makes the list right now because of Westland being so high. Yeah, and there's nothing wrong with Wilsonville. That's just two two different communities. Yeah. Um, so Westland, I, I mentioned before in the episode, is a boilover of Lake Oswego. So in the 90s, there wasn't a quarter of the population or homes that there are now in Westland. And Westland had a fully revamped high school that was completed in the early 2000s, I believe 2002. So it's a very new school. They're expanding it tons of new money so lake oswego is kind of the old money vibe in westland's newer money a lot of funding into art music sports um the sports are super super competitive football baseball everything is on the hyper steroid funded right now um just thriving now uh wilsonville is kind of the sub boil over of westland it actually wasn't even in the highest rank or the class whatever highest class uh just 10 15 years ago but it is now and it, it's good that's a product of what's called villa bois which is a planned urban development also known as pud um, all it looks like Truman TV. If you've ever seen that movie, like you know, with with uh, what's his name? I can't think of it, but you know who I'm thinking of. Yeah, Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey. Um, that is what Billabaugh reminds me of. Is that that movie? It's not that bad, but uh, <laughs> I, no, I love it. It's awesome. It's so cute. Yeah, Wilsonville is really really nice. Great schools. Um, same with Westland. I would just say like. If you do one or the other, I'd say the downside of Wilsonville is it puts you right on I-5, which can be a lot of traffic. And there's actually a bridge that goes over the Willamette River, Tualatin River there. Um, so that can be bottlenecked, but they're working to expand it. But great areas, um, great schools. You get some really great property. You can get some bigger lots. You can get some views. You can get some property right on the Willamette River there. So... Yeah, I'd say Wilsonville, you get a little more bank for your dollar for those, you know, family homes. Um, but there's nothing wrong with those schools. I I loved going there. Uh, I have to say as the older I get, I'm in my mid-30s, the more I am grateful for having the opportunity to, to go to those school districts. Um, I find a lot of people, when they come to visit, they really fall in love with like the Lake Oswego area, but they find that maybe their, their dollar doesn't go as far as there as it does in Westland and Wilsonville. That is where a lot of people that have their eyes set on Lake Oswego, but they end up in Westland because it, it definitely is, um, you know, very nice area. Great uh, schools. And so people tend yeah. to go that way when they are buying, if they realize they can't afford some of those higher end areas. Yep. And tons of parks. Uh, Westland was a lot of park options. It also has a Costco in Wilsonville. So that's going to be, that's big for people. Costco's Costco target. You've got all that. Um, so you're not, you know, commuting to a super long way to get to your box stores. Um, there are also yep. 
getting ready to open a third high school in the school district called Riverside High School. It's going to be an option school for all kids in the district that's going to have a focus on health occupations, business and marketing and construction and architecture. So I think that's going to be a huge benefit to the kids within that district to have that option school when it's coming time to decide what kind of career they're interested in and focus on it. Yeah, I didn't know that. Um... Right? It's going to be taking over. The high school will be, you know, where Athey Creek Middle School is at. They mm-hmm. built a new Athey Creek, and this is the high school is going to be at the old middle school. The oh, very interesting. The only kind of con bullet I would put together is if you're someone that physically has to commute to Portland, like downtown Portland or maybe Hillsboro, it's going to be somewhat of a commitment. Uh, commuting to those areas from Westland and Wilsonville primarily because of traffic with I-5. But we always say, hey, like a lot of the traffic experience is going to depend on the hours that you have to commute because if you're going to rush hour, which is going to be, you know, 8 a.m. to 840, 7.30 to 9 a.m. in the morning, and then it seems a little early post-pandemic, like 2.50 to 5.30 p.m. Uh-huh. It's going to be exhausting, um, I think. But if you have that ability to go a little earlier, leave earlier or the opposite, it's totally navigatable. Um, but it's something to note because to me, it's spending time in your car is definitely a lifestyle, you know? Oh, yeah. I think being in my car sometimes like self-care. Yeah. <laughs> not funny i love just sitting in my car sometimes okay let's go to number one um this is no surprise it's lake oswego everybody um number one school district in the um state of oregon as well as the portland metropolitan area um it's fantastic it's great um you have got 10 schools um in the district you've got over just over seven thousand kids um in this school district um but they've got some money going into schools you know you've got very giving families which is always awesome very involved in the community but you've got some high taxes and school bonds also and i want to point that out that i you know i love this area i would love to live there but sometimes the taxes alone like is a mortgage payment i've sold a home over that has had taxes that was over twenty five thousand dollars a year so I think we got to taxes are real. I think a lot of the perspective we see for people in Lake Oswego, it's like, okay, well, I'm going to pay higher taxes. These are property taxes, right? But if I were in a lower tax area and go, I would probably send my kids to private schools. So it's kind of a give or a take on tuition versus taxes. Um But Lake Oswego, yes, it's top. I think the biggest thing to know there is if you're looking at Lake Oswego on a map, the north side is going to be Lake Oswego. The south side is going to be Lakeridge. So two separate high schools. Um, LO is kind of, or Lake Oswego High School is going to be more of that country club vibe. Lakeridge is going to be a little more of the relaxed side. I mean, still within the affluent realm of colorway, if you will. Um, I actually lived in Lake Oswego prior to Westland. Now, the only reason why I was able to grow up there is my grandparents bought a home in the late sixties, early seventies in the river grove, which is the most affordable piece. It's almost to Walton. Um, and I was able to grow up there. So we had sold in the mid to Westland, but 
it's awesome. The schools are really great. The oh the gosh. taxes reflect it. And and can we just talk about their sports being almost unbeatable? Like, oh my gosh. Yeah, I mean, yeah. all the sports programs, everything's on, on tilt. But that being said, I mean, you know, you've got Jesuit and Westland and Wilsonville all competing. Um, even the Beaverton school districts are yeah. are catching up. So it's not an all in like no no not at all but it is good like all of these schools have really great whether it's sports whether it's band you know there's tons of clubs lots of activities all of these i can't say enough good things about all of them i absolutely love um you know like oswego you go and it's a dream and it's beautiful um i do have to tell you this is really funny though and again it kind of goes back i just always like to be really honest because people want to live in like oswego and it is very affluent and I, i can't say enough about that um so I am in very involved in the piece, you know, PSOs, PTOs. And so Addie, there's this thing, Addie, you don't have, um, you know, children, but there's this thing called the car line at school. And, you know, you basically have to get to school, like, you know, a half an hour early to pick up your kid. Otherwise you're out in the street. Like you are at the end of the line. If you're not there, I mean, it's crazy. I'm like, what do these parents do? But like that they can get here so early and wait in line. So anyways, at the school auctions, one of the items up for bid is a parking spot where basically you can show up five minutes before school and you just pull right into your parking spot. It is a paid auction item. So our school, when I ran it for our elementary school, I was like super stoked. I was like, yeah, I brought in $1,200 for that parking spot. Wow. I did not buy it, by the way. But I was like, yes. And the principal's like, give another one away. I don't care. <laughs> I want another $1,200. So it was pretty awesome. I went to a Lake Oswego auction and that car, that, that parking spot went for $15,000. I about pooped my pants. I was <laughs> like, oh, dang that, you know. They want that spot bad. I thought 1200 was dead, but anyway. That is I love, un- I love the unreal. sport and the money that goes into that school. They it's pretty awesome. That reminds me of an old movie, Mr. Mom. Do you remember that? <laughs> North to drop off, south to pick up. You're doing it wrong. That, that just gives me anxiety. Crazy. I'm gonna make you go do car line with me sometime when I get my kid and you're going to be like what there was one time I was first in line I had left a showing and I got done early and it didn't make sense to go home first and I got there and I I, I did a TikTok video because I was like mom goals first in line oh yes like that was like a big deal like kicking butt I was I felt like I was winning that day because I'm never first in line so it was kind of a, a big deal yeah so anyways there we go top 10 schools in Portland. Hey, you guys, thanks for listening. Stay tuned because we've got more coming your way. Yeah. And I want to just end too, if you are even considering moving to the Pacific Northwest, we want to hear from you. We're getting calls, emails, texts every single day. And we do, do, do absolutely love it. So make sure to reach out to us and let's connect. We want to be a part of the journey. This is what we do for a living. Starting three years ago, if you would ask me, all of our weeds would come from YouTube, social media, and podcasting. I wouldn't have put 20 bucks on it, but this is reality. So we specialize in assisting families relocating to the Pacific Northwest. So we want to hear from you. Make it happen. And we're looking forward to it. Thanks, you guys. We'll catch you later. Addie's waving at the camera and you can't see him. (laughs) Boom.